and gentlemen, and welcome to Battle to Be, the Trauma Transformation Podcast. And I am your host, Krista Fee, and I want to welcome our guest tonight, Tracy Woods. And Tracy is a amazing massage therapist, and she's also a client of mine. So she's going to talk to us a little bit today about her healing journey and that transformation and also how she uses her skills to heal others. So everybody, please welcome Tracy. (laughs) So tell us a little bit about who you are, what kind of things you do in the real world for fun, and just give us a couple minutes to get to know you as a person. Well, I'm Tracy. I'm 41. I'm a mother. I'm a wife. I have a lot of responsibilities, but I also have a lot of fun. Uh, We live on a farm, so we raise longhorn cattle for beef. Um, I ride horses. That's my outlet. My second outlet's Krista. (laughs) Um, My son is going to be 16 this year, so kind of feeling a little empty nest. Therapy. Uh, I went to school at 36 and I've been at it for almost three years and absolutely loving it. So the thing that got you into massage therapy was kind of noticing that your, your kiddo was getting older. Um, he was getting older. I had a cat behind me. Uh, avoiding my dreams um, because afraid of failure and stuff like that. So I'd put it off for years. Well, finally, he was old enough that he could do schoolwork on his own. And I wanted to find my love. I see that. Um, it was just something that I could do to help people. And every job I've ever had was to be a service to people, whether I, I was a dental assistant for 14 years to help people feel better when they were out of pain or they looked better because they had a broken tooth. Um, I've done home health care where you take care of elderly. I love old people. Um, and then I also had a cleaning business as well. And I just kind of got bored with it. And I wanted to, I had a lot of pain myself with all the different things that I've done in my life. And I wanted to be able to help people. So my focus is therapeutic massage. It's really interesting. And the more people that I bring on the show, especially healers, because I kind of transition between people who are still going through a lot of their traumas and they're still on the healing journey and people who are like really focused on healing others. And then I've kind of run into a lot of people that are like you and me. Um, right in the middle of that, where there's still so much healing to do, always. Anyone who mm-hmm. says they're completely healed is lying to you or lying mm-hmm. to themselves. <laughs> Either way. Right. So what happens is we run into these people who are going through really intense, really amazing healing journeys themselves, but they also are using that healing journey to focus their attention and their efforts on healing others. So healing jobs, the nursing positions, the EMT positions, massage therapists, psychotherapists, all of these different support positions where 
people can dedicate their lives to others are full of people who have been there, who understand the pain, who are also healing as well. And tell us a little bit about your journey. Like, what is it that you were looking for in your life? What is it that you wanted to change when, when you came to me? Somebody had brought to my attention. I was feeling really drained, even though I love my job. I love what I do. I love all my people. My people aren't just clients. Oh, I'm sorry. I got to make sure my dog's not on the road. I'm so sorry. Oh, she was. Oh, no. I'm sorry. Bailey, get up here. Bailey. Oh, sorry. Bailey. God, I can't do it two times. Bailey. Come on, honey. I'm so sorry. Oh, <laughs> and no, this is no. real life. This, this is, is real life. Is, I do this show this way on purpose so people get to be real life. We are just yeah. what we are. There's no and, there's no media magic here. <laughs> a little background. I we lost a dog yesterday to that road, so I'm a little sensitive today. Um so, but back to what we were talking about. Um, so I was finding myself a little burnout and I was on vacation with another fellow massage therapist who she's been in the field for 18 years. She said, I, I think you're a little codependent. And I was like, isn't that somebody who dates a drug addict or something like that? I don't know. <laughs> and like puts up with it. So I got to looking into books of codependent no more. And I was like, oh my gosh, listen, this is me. Oh my gosh, that's me. And when you keep giving, even though I didn't expect anything back from my clients, I guess I kept giving and giving all my pieces away, but I was never getting anything back. So I was empty. I was burnt out and I had to find Krista. I got off. I literally got off the airplane and called Krista and was like, can you help me? So I think we talked for an hour and a half that day and we've been working together ever since and a lot about setting boundaries and like you can still help people, you can still care. And actually when I stopped trying to help them, like tell them what the problem was and listening, just listening to them, they were happy. They relaxed more during their massage and I wasn't being drained. Right. So it's definitely a win-win. Safe space, if for, for people in healing positions, it's really easy to overdo the giving, to, to step outside of our scope of practice, outside of our, not even necessarily scope of practice, but scope of responsibility, to take on the burden of all aspects of a person's healing, not just the aspect of their healing that we are assisting with, but to take on like all the different weights of their world and their stresses and their lives. And especially for massage therapists, I've heard this numerous times before. It just is, it's like being a hairdresser. They tell you everything. It's a, they come in and it's a dump zone. So that's what they need is to just express. And we have the ability in our role to just let them express or to take all that on and try to fix it for them. And that's so that's what Tracy is talking about is her her recognition of the difference between helping and 
taking on stuff that isn't yours to take on. And that's a, that's a, a long journey. <laughs> so we, we've done that. We've done a lot of work around that. Um, also, oh my gosh. Hearing you. <laughs> I can I can barely hear you. Oh. I, I, can you hear me fine? We can hear you. You're you're coming across good. Okay. As long as I can strain to hear you, I'm just having trouble. What was your last question? So you are hugely involved with not just people but animals as well. And you mentioned yeah. that you have cattle, but you also train horses. Um, I break all my own horses typically. Um, I, I have done it for other people as well. So yes, that is definitely a passion of mine is seeing them grow. And where can people, uh, what kind of services do you offer to your clients? And um, for massage, I am in the very therapeutic modality. So I do cupping. Um, I do grassing. I'm grassing, which is used a lot in PP uh, positions. Both of those bring blood flow to the surface. They help break up adhesions, um, overused areas. And they just help assist to get deeper into the massage without the client being through so much discomfort. So, and then I do some deep tissue. We use hot towels. We use hot stones. Because everybody is coming from a different place. Like I had a girl today that was sore, but she doesn't like deep work. So sometimes you have to use heat to help dilate the blood vessels, get them to relax, get her mentally to relax. Because sometimes if you have a lot of mental stress, you won't let go in your body. So the heat is really good for that. So That's that a really name. interesting observation. There is, in my work, because my work is very much mental, we don't do a lot of physical. Uh, there is some movement stuff occasionally, but I work mostly with the mind-body connection from a mental standpoint, where when you're going to a physical modality like massage therapy, you have the ability to work on the mind-body connection, the nervous system healing from a physical perspective. So we would call that from the bottom up instead of from the top down. And those types of work interplay extremely well together. So for those of you out there that are seeing a therapist or seeing counselors or maybe on anti-depression, anti-anxiety medications, and you're not seeing your therapist very often, because I know a lot of you guys are have been commenting that you're only able to get in like once every month, once every two months. Uh, some of you are luckier and you can get in every two weeks. But a thing that you can do in the, the normal daily world where you don't have to get all of those approvals and you can access relatively easily and it's not going to completely break the bank. Um, massage therapy is not super cheap, but it's also generally accessible to most people. Um, this is a, a therapy that you, you can use to help what kind of things reduce stress, anxiety, even what like sleep better maybe even oh absolutely you're gonna physically feel better you're mentally gonna stop slow down um i am very open that i let my clients listen to whatever music they want so whatever helps them relax 
but as you've taught us is to I'll teach them to breathe with me um to to release um you can listen to the birds and the waterfall be mindful of what you're hearing just to help the whole nervous system to relax so yes it's definitely beneficial is there anyone who shouldn't do massage therapy do you feel like it works like it's a safe therapy for everyone or are there contraindications oh there's plenty of contraindications like high blood pressure um diabetes that's out of control if somebody if somebody's in a deeper stage of cancer like stage four and stuff like that um you need to know like you're not going to do therapeutic style modalities on them. You're going to do more for relaxation and comfort. Uh, yeah, there's a ton of different contraindications, rashes. Uh, sometimes you have to watch, like if somebody, it's not unusual, like if somebody had a death in the family, that they may have an emotional release on the table. So being aware of what your clients have been through, um, because they may cry and you need to make sure that you just comfort them through it and they're, so they're not embarrassed when it happens. And if you know they've had a death, you might talk about that ahead of time. Um, I'm trying to think. I lost, I, there was something else I was going to tell you, but I lost my train of thought. That's, that's fantastic information. No, I wasn't aware of any of that. So, mm. so emotional release, this is something that also happens, like, if in a, in a movement or a somatic experience, oftentimes when you're doing um, like pelvic work or hip work or lower back work, there's a tendency uh, for people to hold a lot of tension there, to hold a lot of energy there. And that's such a focal point for a lot of uh, massage. Like people always have that lower back tension. So it wouldn't surprise me from a psychological perspective. Uh-oh. We just lost her. Hopefully she will pop back in. <laughs> we'll just give her a couple minutes. But it's really interesting coming, hearing the physical modality alongside of this. All right. Catch you back out. up. Okay. So, um, from a from a somatic mind body perspective we often see those like emotional release like really big emotional release when working with the hips the pelvis or like really lower back so is that kind of uh, a similar similar scenario maybe certain areas tend to unblock emotions is that kind of what you find it's been random for me. I've only had really two people have it happen to me. Um, and the one lady, she lost her husband to COVID and she didn't get to see him the last 70 days of his life. So there's a lot of guilt and she just is having a hard time with that. So probably 75% of the time she ends up crying on the table, but it's usually when I'm working in her neck area, neck region. So I'm not sure. Um, that's not something I've delved into because I haven't had a lot of, you'll find as a therapist, you learn the most about the problems you're dealing with at the moment. Like right. if I have somebody that has something different, I'm going to go research the heck out of it and learn about that. So this is something that I only have the two clients that I've had cry. And I just, I'm a, I guess people know that I'm a very caring person and you just love them through it and tell them it's okay. And, um, 
but it's very normal and you need to release. Yes. Yes. It's very important to let it go because it will hold your muscles and you will rebound and have the same problems again if you don't let it go. Oh, that is a key message. That is a key message of our entire program of the reason we do this podcast that just so that everyone understands that having emotions is normal, having responses and reactions is normal and talking about mental health and mental health maintenance needs to be normalized. So releasing instead of shoving everything down is really a key to health and wellness that our culture is challenging. Our culture makes that difficult, especially for men, uh, because we just teach them that it's not okay, that it's weakness, that it's whatever it is, there's judgments attached to it. So people, uh, especially our men and boys, unfortunately, have learned that it's not okay to just have whatever feelings they have. So healing modalities that allow release of any sort, any energetic release is good, like sweating, crying, screaming, whatever it is you need to do, <laughs> movement, is it's all necessary, it's all good. So what is your favorite, what is your favorite kind of massage therapy work to do? To do, um, I would have to say, oh, that's tough. I do do uh, some active release. I, I forgot about that. I do active release stuff as well. Um, so I'd have to say between active release and the Graston, because you can be pretty non-invasive and still get a lot of work done. So you get excited when a big knot comes out of someone's body. Oh, gosh, yes. I, I, I literally, the reason I was a little late for this call is because I couldn't stop working on somebody's hips. <laughs> so, um, but heck, yeah, when when you start working on that hip and your, like, elbow and it, it's real tight and it won't move, and by the end you could, I'm like, look, your hips move like a hula hoop. <laughs> that's, that's a satisfying thing. That's why I do what I do. This is my favorite thing, my favorite thing to see how much everybody loves their different, everybody's in a different line of healing, a different way of working with bodies and minds and spirits and, and all of that. But the same joy, that same like glow and happiness comes no matter like, no matter what aspects you're working with, just that you get that result for people. That mm. is like you live and breathe that moment when you're like, yes, what I'm doing matters. What I'm doing works. I'm actually right. making change in the world. That is <laughs> the best thing in the world. And Absolutely. I love to see that on all of my guests. It's, it's such a beautiful thing. So here's the question I always ask all of the people that have worked with me. And it's kind of a funny one. Uh, <laughs> oh, no, I forgot. I didn't ask you what was your what was your favorite thing that we did? What was your favorite activity that I made you do? Oh, I love all of them. Well, except for the mirror work. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> the mirror, except for the mirror work. I avoid the mirror. <laughs> I shouldn't because it works really well. But I would have to say the two I can I have to narrow it down to two because I can't do just one. I loved when you gave me, I think it was like 150 words and I had to write down the ones that meant something to me. 
And then I had to narrow it down and narrow it down to find out my core beliefs. And if something goes against that, I'm going to have guilt. I'm going to have shame and I'm going to have that negative feeling in me. And to just recognize why I'm feeling the way I am, because I probably was going against my core beliefs. So that was really neat. Um, And plus I learned what my core beliefs were. Like I kind of already knew, like I'm very passionate about justice and what is right, whether stand tall, even if you stand alone, like I'm definitely, that is probably my number one thing, love, loyalty. Um, And it was just cool that like, even though I already knew them to do that exercise. Um, I also did like the hypnotherapy. My first one was really cool. And just the places I went and what I felt and the release I got from it was amazing. I've just, and I've learned a lot, a lot of negative self-talk. I was very bad about that when I first started with you and you've just made me aware. So now I think before I talk and I think about, and I think it's just changed my whole personality night and day. Also being 41 helps that too, but. <laughs> Are you a real grown up? <laughs> I'm a real grown up now. Well, sort of. <laughs> but no, it, I definitely changed as a person completely. And I understand people a lot more now. And I have only you to thank for that because I could not have found me. Not only are you helping me, but you're helping my son. And even in just the little sessions we've done, it's completely changed his and I's relationship. So I'm definitely thankful for you. Relationship is hugely important. Communication and relationship are really, really um, important in my universe. So, so even, even when I'm working with a single person, a, a, a spouse, someone who has a husband or a wife, I tend to work in a way that helps them communicate with their other um, and then parents and teens also. So thank you for that. That is awesome. But you, I would say that it, it's, I'm just a teacher. I'm just a guide. So it's literally you create your journey. We create it together. That's why we're, I'm, we're always talking over like where you want to go. What do you want to see? What's the next, what's the next step? <laughs> and and right. so we create it together. So I give you the tools, but you have to apply them. So it's just as much about you and how amazing you are as it is about how well what I give you works. So I can have the tools in my toolbox, but if I don't know how to use them, they won't work. So that's where you come in. Right. That is another thing that I do stress really hard is that a lot of tools are easily accessible out there, but unfortunately most people get them and don't know how to use them or the person that taught them didn't teach them in context. So mm-hmm. a lot of tools seem really simple, but you don't get the instructions and you don't get the how does this work and you don't get the why does this work. And if you don't have those pieces of information, you're never going to apply them to your life accurately or with the success that people want to have with them. So some of the tools, not very many, but some of the tools that I use are really traditional tools that you'll see out there. Like Tracy was talking about mirror work. She doesn't like mirror work, but mirror work is really common. Like there's all kinds of mirror work out there. But when you understand how your brain works and you understand how you process information, it makes a lot more sense why and how you would do such a thing. So 
it's hard because it's making you connect with yourself on really deep levels <laughs> and it's only hard because you need it. A hundred percent. Cause it would be easy if you didn't need it. Right. Yes. Cause you would naturally just love yourself. Right. You would just be comfortable sure. with it. You wouldn't be uncomfortable with the process at all. Right. So, so what and would you say? What would you say to someone who is considering working with me, but is kind of sitting on the fence? Well, you can't put a price on your life. You can't put a price on your mental peace. And if you want it bad enough and if you want mental peace and you want to learn to love yourself better, I would definitely take the money and invest it in yourself. I mean, it's tough for me sometimes. I'm like, I shouldn't be spending this money. But the change that I've seen in myself, the change I've seen in my relationship with my spouse, my uh, my kid, my, uh, I guess you call them clients. They're my friends, but clients. Um, I have a very busy business. And I think because of my personality and who I've become is what's allowed it to grow the way it has. So, I mean, even though it costs me money, the relationship I've developed with my clients because of my personality, of, it's come back to me tenfold, I guess is what I'm saying. That's amazing. So how can people who are, oh, let's tell people where you are. <laughs> well, I am in the little town of Lisbon, Ohio, which is about 30 miles south of Youngstown. We're right on the panhandle of West Virginia and PA. So if you happen to be in that area or you happen to be visiting that area and you want to connect with Tracy and get an amazing massage, how can they get a hold of you? How can they find you? Um, you can call my phone number, which is 330-420-8453. Look me up on Facebook under Woods Massage Therapy or um, my personal page is Tracy Lynn Woods. Probably going to see animals in my profile picture. Just look for that one. <laughs> but yeah, I would love to connect with anybody that's worked with Krista. <laughs> she does all of her pictures. She has horses or baby cows. They're adorable. I always have to go sneak onto her page and, and get my daily animal fixes. <laughs> and right. she has one of the most beautiful horses I've ever seen that she's working with right now. She's a stunning, stunning, stunning little creature. And, and a pain in the ass, but <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say I kind of know the other side of her. <laughs> yeah, she is until she bucks me off. Right. Yes. So if anybody is in the area and wants to get a hold of Tracy, she is available. She does book up pretty early. It's probably give you a couple weeks' notice at least. You're really? usually pretty heavily booked. Um, so give her notice as far ahead of time as you can because she is amazing and I'm not lying because her books are full all the time. So that's all the information you really need to know. <laughs> She's her to get in with for a reason. So thank you so much for being with us tonight. Is there anything else that you want to say to my folks out there? Uh, to the my, your folks or you, um, I absolutely love you. <laughs> I appreciate you so much, and I couldn't be who I am without you. So oh. I hope all your people get as much out of you as I do. I love you too. <laughs> <laughs>
All right. Thank you so much. And thank you for watching the Battle to Be Trauma Transformation podcast tonight. And Krista Fee signing out.